I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Please leave a message after the tone. Hello, my name is Adam Sandler, and welcome to So, So, So Sandler's, the Sandman movie podcast. A gabagoo! Hello and welcome to So 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 Sandlerus, the Sandman movie podcast, a podcast where we discuss the movies of famed actor who comes into the voice booth after this movie is done to say, Freak! Adam Sandler. My name is Kerry Jones, and as always, I am joined with my dearest friend and co-host, Matt Wilsonholm. <laughs> Good to be back this week with you, Kerry. Got some, uh, bit, something a little bit, little bit different this week. Yeah, so at the start I said we're celebrating the movies of Adam Sandler, but this week and for the coming month we are discussing the movies of probably Adam Sandler's best friend, I would say. Big call. Definitely most successful friend when it comes to movies. But yeah, we are discussing the movies of... I'd say so. Yeah. Who else? Alan Coward had Grandma's Boy. No, yeah. David Smith's got a... Kevin James. Couple of movies. Yeah. Other than well, that, anyway. he's in a few, but yeah. Anyway, we are discussing the movies of Rob Schneider in our Taking a Deuce miniseries. Matt. How the what, fuck have we got here? What, what, <laughs> <laughs> it's not going to be good. Um, what's your history with uh, Rob Schneider? I fucking love Rob Schneider. He's just, he's a chameleon. I mean, it is yeah. and he isn't. He's like, he's only in terrible movies, but he's always great. I love him. He's, he's it, terrible, but he's the best. I think watching Sandler movies as a kid, I think seeing that Rob Schneider cameo was always a highlight. Oh, definitely. And seeing him as like side characters in like Big Daddy. And what else has been a side character in Fifty uh, First Dates? Yeah, he has, uh, the, he has like a cameo in um, Little Nicky. Yeah, I I think waiting for that Rob Schneider character was always some of the best parts of the movie. Just waiting for him to pop up doing something wild. Yeah, but after watching watching these, I think he uh, <laughs> I think he should have stuck to that. I agree. These <laughs> this is not a good solo adventure. <laughs> How on uh, earth was there two of these movies? 
I honestly don't know. I, I saw these movies when I was a kid, but for some reason in my head, they were always more associated with, like, the road trip movies, Euro trip movies, like, oh, okay. those, rather than being associated with the Sandler movies. J- just because I think it's a bit more raunchy than anything Sandler has put out. Oh, definitely. You know? It's it's more of the vein of, yeah, like an American Pie or a, or a Euro trip or a road trip. It's definitely on that, that level yeah, more I, than it is on an Adam Sandler movie level. 100%. I think it's more on the... Ro- uh, no, Road Trip's a good movie. Um, Are you saying I that Euro Trip is a good movie? it's more on the Euro Trip kind of like... Oh, then again, Euro Trip's a good movie. I enjoy that. <laughs> I think this is just Euro Trip's something that... fantastic. I don't know what you're talking about, Kerry Jones. Kerry, Euro Trip okay. is a fantastic movie. Yeah. <laughs> That, that's what I, I... Sorry, I was just changing my name. But yeah. Kerry was having an absolute, absolute nightmare behind the scenes then. Um, but, no, yeah, these movies were always more associated with, uh, like, the Eurotrip and road trip movies in my head. Because I guess it's what I was watching when I was a bit older. Yeah. When I was, like, 13, 14. And I'd lock myself in my room and try to watch these on my computer. <laughs> Sure, that's all you were doing. <laughs> but, but you know what I mean. <laughs> the, they are raunchier than Sandler. No, movies. they definitely are. Like you, you can't compare any of these to what we've watched in the previous weeks. Oh, uh, but the, yeah. And then, have you ever seen the movie American Virgin? I don't think so. It, it was a direct. Uh, DVD movie and they used the American Pie font to try and trick people into thinking that it was an American Pie movie. Did they trick Rob you? Schneid- yeah, they did. <laughs> and, Rob Sch- <laughs> and Rob Schneider was on that and all I remember is something about a bus and I think Rob Schneider was a pimp or something. Oh, so it was this movie? No, it was, it was a different <laughs> one. He, he was playing the TJ character. Um, but oh, yeah. Christ. Let's just get into it, because we said this was going to be a long one. We're, we're, I'm intent on not making this a long one. These, these don't right. deserve my time. Right, okay. <laughs> this, this, week, this week we are discussing the Deuce Bigelow series. So we're going to start with the first one, Deuce Bigelow, Male Gigolo, and then eventually move on to Deuce Bigelow, European Gigolo. So, Deuce Bigelow, Male Gigolo. There's a mongrel koi in there. It's the most dangerous of all goldfish. Deuce Bigelow was a professional fish tank cleaner who never got any respect. I was thinking maybe later we could... uh... No. Then a new client shared his most valuable secret. I am a gigolo. Gigolo? Women pay me to give them pleasure. How'd you get that job? I'm just gonna fill into it. I'm gonna kill my guidance counselor. Hey, fish gut! I think there's something wrong with my fish, eh? The next 48 hours are critical. But I have to go to Switzerland for business. How about you stay here and look after my fish? But just when things might be looking up... By the way, if you mess up my place, I will kill you. Everything came crashing down. 
gonna get six thousand dollars in three weeks? I want you to meet me tonight. Hi, I'm Deuce Bigelow. Hi, I'm Carol. I have narcolepsy. It's a sleeping disorder. and it causes me to have these uncontrollable outbursts. Shove it up Barely notice it. Touchstone Pictures presents... Is Tina here? I'm Tina. The story of the most unlikely male escort the world will ever know. You don't like my hair, do you? Rob Schneider. I think there's been a mistake. Did you say steak? Deuce Bigelow, male gigolo. Oh, Deuce. Deuce Bigelow, male gigolo is a 1999 American sex comedy film directed by Mike Mitchell in his feature-length directorial debut. Written by Harris Goldberg and Rob Schneider. Um, the movie stars Rob Schneider, William Forsyth, Eddie Griffin, and Arla Bairekis. I think I said that wrong. Arija Bairekis. The film is notable, notable for being the first film produced by Happy Madison Productions. So. Got a bit of trivia right off the bat. Yeah. I, I'm kind of ashamed that we didn't have the Happy Madison terrific in this. And it's a, sh- <laughs> it's a shame what? that the... Uh, I'm I'm okay with it because now that means that this film isn't associated with that for the first time. <laughs> oh yeah, I guess that's true. Um, but yeah, uh, Mike Mitchell. This is his first time directing a movie, and he's gone on to direct. I was reading it earlier. It's like the Lego Movie Two, Shrek Forever After. Just a he bunch direct, of he directed anim- Sky High. Sky yeah, Sky High, Alvin Great and the movie. Chipmunk Road Trip. <laughs> <laughs> or chipwrecked, one of them. Oh Jesus, chip! But he, what? How many sequels do they get? Alvin and the Chipmunks. Alvin and the Chipmunks two, the squeakquel. Alvin <laughs> and the Chipmunks three, chipwrecked. Alvin and the Chipmunks four, road chip. Oh Jesus Christ! You, how did that was off the cuff? How? Would that? <laughs> <laughs> and then they run out of uh, puns. Fuck it, just kill them all off. <laughs> Start again. <laughs> Um, yeah, so Rob Schneider, we all know from, I'm guessing, this, the, the annual, and then about 51st Dates, Big Daddy, and the whole reason we're doing this, and then Eddie Griffin, he's just a very famous stand-up comedian, and he's in a bunch of other movies, he's in Scary Movie 3, he's in, have you ever seen the movie Undercover Brother? No, I've never saw that, I've never seen that, sorry. Oh, I, I, yeah, he's a cop, and there's a scene in it, and he jumps in his car, and he just goes, do you want to have a look at my big hairy balls? And the girl's like, yeah, okay. And then it just cuts to, like, do you know Dice on... Yeah, on the rear view mirror. Yeah, on the, on the rear view mirror is just a pair of hairy balls on the rear view mirror, and I thought that was the funniest joke ever when I was a kid. <laughs> <laughs> there's some very similar jokes in this. Uh, yeah, he's, he's he's got a uh, yeah he, he plays a certain kind of character. Um, oh yeah. So Matt, first thing we do on this um, podcast is we find a plot synopsis online, and then we got to decide whether or not we are going to curb that blurb. And by curb, I mean take it outside, make it bite the pavement, kick it in the back of the head. So I found this online somewhere. I think it might have been Google. So let me know if you want to curb this blurb. 
Bigelow is a down-and-out fish tank repairman who couldn't land a date to save his life. He is called upon one day to examine exotic fish belonging to a high-class male prostitute, Antoine Leconte, and he determine and he determines that it's a, that it is sick. Antoine asks him to stay in his house and take care of it while he is away. While he is doing so, Deuce ends up smashing the fish tank. In order to raise money to buy a new one, he decides to masquerade as Antoine, only to find out that some of his clients are a little dot 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 offbeat. You're just reading me the plot of the first ten minutes of the movie there. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so, I mean, it's a pretty... Oh, that's not bad. It just goes on a bit. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's pretty detailed, isn't it? Yeah, it's thorough. Um, it doesn't really say what's going to happen or what's really alluded to. It's a bit shit. It, it is the first ten minutes. <clears throat> so, Matt, think, what are we going to do? Are you going to curb that blurb? Yeah, because oh, I think if you know anything about this movie, you'd already probably know. Yeah, I don't think people these days are going to come to this movie and watch it for the first time. No, I don't think so. Except me. Uh, apart from me. you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you, you, you were convinced that you saw it. I was fucking convinced I'd seen this. <laughs> I, was, I don't know why. I was I convinced I'd seen this. I'd seen some of the scenes and I thought I'd watched the whole movie, but I had not. I had not watched this. Oh God, this uh, I will. I'll, I'll. I'll let that walk. I'll be. I'll be. I'll be generous. Okay, that's probably going to be the only time that you're generous throughout this podcast. Yeah, that is, this movie. That's the only generosity I'm going to give this movie. The only leniency. Uh, yeah. Okay. So that uh, curb. It, no, that blurb is getting curbed. Um, instead of finding reviews this week, I just went to Rotten Tomatoes and I got the consensus because I just wanted to speed things along. And then I got the critic score and the audience score. So I'm going to read you the consensus, then I want you to guess the percentage that the critics give it and the percentage that the audience give it. So the consensus is Deuce Bigelow is just too dumb and filled with old, tired gags, which I agree with. Yeah, I agree with that. Like it's, a bunch, a bunch of the jokes in this weren't original. There's nothing original about anything in these movies. It's very everything is like done to death. Yeah, yeah. Everything, e- is even even death. back in like 1999, everything in this was done to death. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I agree. So, Matt, what percentage do you think the critics give this movie? This can't have been any good. Thirties, uh, maybe, maybe a thirty, thirty-one. 22%, so Jeez. even worse than you thought. Yeah, and then so. the audience, usually with these movies, the audience tend to give something a lot better than critics, but this time is a little bit different. Ooh. So what do you think the uh, crit- uh, the audience give this movie? <laughs> we got some sane people that think this is shit as well. Yep. Uh, oh, 50? 42%. Uh, thank Christ, that's well-deserved. Fuck him. Fuck this movie. It's not, it's not even considered a cult classic. And then box office, um, I'm just going to read these numbers to you. The budget was $17 million. Fuck knows how. This is a $17 million movie. What? And it grossed $92 million at the Jesus box office. Christ. This movie was... The, I, I, my guess is the only reason this grossed so much is because it was released at the same time as... Toy Story 2. So I, I'm guessing it was just something different for the, the older, older audiences to go see. <laughs> it's going to seem fucking reaching for some correlation there. I am. <laughs> because I don't know. 
because by the time Toy Story 2 came out, 22-year-olds did not have the nostalgia for Toy Story 1. No, of course. 18 when it came out. <laughs> so they, they'd go see this movie instead. And, and never return to it ever again. I wonder, I, I wonder what it would be like today. Toy Story 5 and 2, Spiglow 3. <laughs> the only two movies available to watch. you got to pick one. Oh. What would you pick? Oh, oh, see, I thought Toy Story 4 was dog shit. So <laughs> I'd, I'd, I'd probably pick Do Spiglow 3. <laughs> I'm still not saying oh. Toy Story 4, so I'll not comment there. Yeah, you can skip it. Right, okay, so let's just get anyway, into the plot. get into this. Fucking get this first movie done with. So, Deuce Bigelow, an insecure fish tank cleaner, is fired for cleaning the tank in a public aquarium while naked. So yeah, first scene, he's cleaning the tank, he's got his dick out in front of everyone, and then he gets fired. I've got a note here saying, old lady fallen, I don't know what that means. Old lady, can't remember, no. Deuce is unsuccessful in attracting women so he attempts to keep himself busy at work so he goes to a, a pet shop and he's speaking to a girl called Alison and he's like oh do you want to come over and she's like no okay or oh, whatever and she has no interest in him and then he's like oh wait can you get me some <laughs> cockles or whatever so it's sea like, snails or something yes yeah, sea snails and he's like yeah okay he's like oh no I want the ones lower down <laughs> so she has to reach lower down and then she gets a wet t-shirt and you you see her boobs. Wait, that's not the only time this happens in this movie. <laughs> it's so stupid. And then as he's leaving, he goes, "Have a good nipple." Um, and and then yeah, he he's plunged in a toilet in somebody's house to save a fish. So he saves the fish, and then he says to the mother, uh, "If you want, I can stick around for a while. Every kid needs a father." And then he gets kicked out. So yeah, he shit with women. He's terrible. He's the worst. Uh, on a house call, he meets an Argentinian male prostitute, Antoine Leconte, played by Oded Fur, who is, what's his name in The Mummy? He's the guy covered in tattoos in The Mummy. Yeah, he's the guy, he's the guy in the, the wears black in The Mummy. He's the, like, yeah. the desert guy. That, yeah, I can't remember his name, but that's no, where I'm guessing most of us will know him from. Um, Antoine is going on a business trip, so and so he asked Bru- Bruce, he asks Deuce to care for his sick lionfish and protect his home while he's away. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Ju- yeah, because he notices Deuce is good with his fish. And um, that's <laughs> just like, yeah, all right. Look after my house, live in my, live in my house, look after all my things and all my animals and stuff. Uh, and then he gets a crossbow and he's like, if, if you fuck up, this is a crossbow and I'm going to shove it up your ass. Oh, fuck you up. <laughs> Um, so uh, then we get a montage of Deuce just enjoying the house, cleaning the house. He's he's going in the beach, and then he tries to get Alison back, and she's like, "No, I don't give a fuck." It's still, so he goes back, and then he's just playing with the controls, and he ends up playing porn on the TV. And as he's playing porn on the TV, um, a Girl Scout comes knocking on the door to sell Girl Scout cookies, and this Girl Scout is his daughter. Do you know is who it? his doctor is? Do, do you know the musician L. King? No. Do you remember the song X's and O's from a couple of years ago? Bum, ba, dun, dun, dun. I can't remember what it went like. Um, L. King. Do, do, L. King, X's and O's. It was a pretty big song. <clears throat> I mean, I, don't, I can't think of it off the top of my head. 
Well, anyway, she's uh, Rob Schneider's daughter. She is Rob Schneider's daughter. Go on, the girl. Uh, um, and then she, I, as he's watching porn, she just goes, "You're a sick Does she man." She play his daughter tell. in the other in Grown Ups as well. No, don't think oh. so. Ah, okay. Uh, this one, this song. Oh yeah, yeah. That's because oh, yeah, uh, we're definitely getting copyrighted there. I think you're allowed to play like six seconds, <laughs> so it's fine. <laughs> um, <laughs> don't, don't worry, we'll, we'll we'll cut that out. Um, uh, yeah. So Deuce accidentally sets Antoine's kitchen on fire when he's trying to make a grilled cheese sandwich in the toaster. And he breaks an expensive fish tank. So, yeah, Deuce basically fucks up this man's house. The oh, whole he's... kitchen's on fire. He's trying to do, like, hanging setups, and he gets stuck. Yeah, it's he like, just... he's trying to do, what, <laughs> upside down... Um... Crunches. Yeah, and he just completely fucks up. He's got no way of getting out of it, because he's got no... Because he just can't get out. He's got no, he's got no body strength <laughs> whatsoever, so he's fucked. He's completely stuck. Uh, and then yeah he just grabs onto the side of the fish tank and then just drags it onto the floor <laughs> this this massive massive tank he just rips off the fucking off the legs and just smashes everywhere <laughs> and the water just goes everywhere as well it's everywhere <laughs> oh, that's, a, that's a good one for our sandbags later on um, oh Jesus <laughs> Fearing Antoine will kill him, Deuce is forced to find a way to pay $6,000 for the damages. So after he fucks everything up, the phone rings, and it's a woman on the phone, and she's like, Antoine, come over. I'll give you your usual pay. So he drives over to this woman's house. Oh, he's not allowed to drive the car. But he drives over to this woman's house, and she gets him to dress up as a a German tourist. (laughs) Because that's a fetish. He's basically in what, like, just a pair of underwear and some, like, lederhosen straps. <laughs> yeah. And then she's like, use the map, use the map. And this is what turns her on. But it turns out she's got a fucking psychotic dog. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, I forgot about this dog. This dog just ripping through the door. <laughs> he rips through the door and then he's after Deuce. And then Deuce escapes and then the woman comes out and is like, oh, I saw like a grab. So she gives him $10. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. Oh. Just, just like, get out. Oh. Just run away. Just get out. It's like, oh, class, $10. So Deuce decides to visit the bar, and the bartender's played by Norm MacDonald. That good old friend, Norm MacDonald. Yeah, he, he, he's back, and then Deuce orders a martini, and he's like, oh, it's 10.50, and he's like, oh, no, okay, cancel the martini. I'll have a cranberry juice. And then Norm MacDonald's like, okay, 13.50. And he's like, how's that 13.50 if uh, my cran- martini was... Uh, like, oh, no, you got to pay for both, dickhead. If you're done, I'm going to shove it up your ass. <laughs> yeah, he gets, like, a big plastic, like, uh, cocktail shake. Oh, yeah, so oh, yeah. He's like, I'll and shove like... this brown your dick hole. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, and then um, at the bar, he goes up to this woman, and he's like, oh, um, I couldn't help but hear his Spanish. It's like, oh, it's French. Then they end up going home together, and then back at Antoine's house, they're like, Deuce is like, oh, okay, let me tell you how this works. Usually you pay me $10 and then we can do whatever. And she's like, oh, no, wait, this is how it works. You pay me $500 and then we can sleep together. And, oh, it turns out they're both prostitutes. They all switch around. <laughs> um, because nobody's um, paying each other. They have a fight. Yeah, they just absolutely demolish the apartment even more. 
this <laughs> fight scene was included 100% just so they can parody the Matrix. Oh, 100%. That's all it With, is. like, bullet, bullet time. Yeah. Like, a, a Matrix they, is for, like, eight... For, like... She throws, like, eight axes at him. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just, like, the same scene. This movie came out, like, six months after The Matrix. And I was watching a Mr. Sunday movies video on The Matrix, like, a couple of months ago. And he's... I think he said within, like, the first two years of The Matrix coming out, like, 36 different movies parodied <laughs> I'm not surprised. Was this the it first happen- one? It happens in this. It happens in Scary Movie. It happens all oh, the time. yeah. Yeah. That's so fucking good. I hope um, this was the first one. What, yeah. a, sh- what a shit accolade. <laughs> um, then after the Matrix fight, uh, lower rent pimp TJ Hicks, played by Eddie Griffin, offers to help Deuce make enough money to buy a new fish tank and convinces Deuce to take over the absent Antoine role as a gigolo. Yeah. Deuce just. This is, there's <laughs> yeah. nothing to say. This is terrible. Deuce decides to make the clients feel better about themselves since he only desires to have sex with beautiful women. Deuce meets unusual clients but still manages to get along with them despite there being no sex involved by helping them... Oh, gets along with them despite there being no sex involved by helping them with certain issues in their lives. The clients include Carol, played by Deborah Lehman, a woman who is severely narcoleptic. Um, they go to the bowling alley and as she's bowling, she just... As she lets the ball go, she just flies with it because she's <laughs> falling asleep. Goes with the ball, and and she scores a strike. That this was the funny line. Um, when they go for food, she was like, "Ah, oh, I've always wanted to try soup, but I was always, <laughs> but there was always a fear of drowning." <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ruth, played by Amy Poehler, who has a Tourette syndrome, and uh, she's scared of socializing, so Davis takes her to a baseball game. Yeah, and just allows it to fucking swear at everyone for being shit on the field, and everybody joins in. Um, Fluiza, played by Big Boy, an obese woman weighing close to seven hundred fifty pounds, and she she's like, "Oh, having sex with me is like throwing a toothpick into a volcano." Yeah, well, she comes up with a few of these analogies, and I was yeah. just like, "Oh, for fucking Jesus Christ!" <laughs> what was it? Yeah. Toothpick in a volcano, like, moped in a air hangar. Just a couple of them. <laughs> moped in an air hangar. And then Tina, a woman that has uh, gland disorder, and she is extremely tall. So this is... <laughs> They're walking down the street. And this, this is where we get Adam Sandler for the movie. <laughs> <laughs> this is so fucking strange so this woman is obviously in the movie she's supposed to be like clearly very tall i think in real life she's like six foot eight but in the movie she's portrayed to be like 10 feet tall <laughs> <laughs> so you just there's just adam sandler's voice that you you can and can't tell at the same time that it's him just off gap screen just just shouting obscenities at this woman <laughs> she's following her down the road and just berating her <laughs> So Adam Sandler calls her a freak, but I think the, I I think this is probably the most famous line from the whole movie is, "That's a huge bitch." <laughs> That's a huge bitch. She, 
Which is fair enough, she's very large in this. Deuce's list of crimes <laughs> gradually increased with each client being satisfied by much more fulfilling measures due to his personal attention and friendship. However, Deuce falls in love with one of his clients, Kate, who has a prosthetic leg. Um, Kate and Deuce go on a bunch of dates, like to the pier and wherever. Uh, then they go visit Deuce's dad, who works in a restaurant. And we've got Alan Covert here as the restaurant manager. Um, she gives Deuce's dad a cake they got from a Portuguese yeah. bakery and then he just digs his fingers into it and just the most obscene cake eating scene you've seen since Matilda <laughs> just, this, just, just the, the face she makes when she realises he's got that dirty toilet hand just buried <laughs> into that cake um, and then they have a sex scene and she's like oh Deuce I want you to be okay with this and then He's like, yeah, I'm okay with anything, baby. You're the most beautiful woman in the world. <laughs> and then as they're about to make love, Deuce r- rips a leg off. <laughs> but then they're, they're okay with it, and then they dig for a while. But then uh, she later breaks up with Deuce when she finds out that he was a uh, prostitute hired by her friends. And one of the friends in the sorority house is Sandler's wife. She's back. Yeah. And... We were introduced to a blind friend who's cracking eggs. <laughs> yeah, the um, the the blind roommate. So she's she's cracking eggs and she drops one on the cat and she drops one in the bin or whatever. Um, so even she drops a- an egg on the cat, she cracks the egg and it just cracks completely over the cat. And you just see this cat's just got all this like egg white and whiskers just stuck all over it. Oh, <laughs> um, um, kitty. Meanwhile, Deuce is being stalked by Detective Chuck Fowler, who demands Antoine's black book of clients and threatens to take Deuce to jail if he does not comply. Um, So, this detective, he's after the black book because his wife uses gigolos because this detective has a thin dick. (sighs) So, at one point, she sees Deuce and he gives a strip tease rather than having sex with her. Um, yeah. Deuce eventually helps Fowler please his wife by stripping and erotically, erot- erotically dancing for her, and then the two of them become friends. Um, Deuce is still taken into custody on prostitution charges as Fowler needs someone to bring in, and Deuce refuses to betray his friend TJ. At the hearing, it is revealed that Deuce never slept with any of his clients except for Kate. Since Deuce gives back the money to Kate and was not paid for sex with her, he is cleared of all charges. Wow, we really thought through that. That we're at the end of the movie. <laughs> yep. <laughs> what just happened? Um, oh, two seconds. I'm, I'm getting a phone call. This is so unprofessional. <laughs> <laughs> Hello? <laughs> okay. Cheers. Bye, bye. After this, he tries to, he, he goes to Kate's, like, operating thing where she works as a hair transplant surgeon. And in the surgery, they just give, like, massive injections to knock you out. So he Yeah, they the give ta- the local anesthetic so it just numbs all your face and you just can't feel a thing. Uh, so he goes here to get back with her. He's given the injection and then his face just goes numb. And then they start kissing. And he's like, oh, are you kissing me? <laughs> Um, <laughs> he's just sat there just, just drool leaking out of his face 
Uh, using the money he made, Deuce restores Antron's fish tank, although due to time constraints, he is warned that the glass may not be installed properly. Unfortunately, Kate's fl- uh, blind roommate accidentally kills the prized fish in Antron's aquarium when she starts the mixer in which the fish is being kept. Deuce buys a replacement fish and returns to Antoine's house just before he returns. Antoine taps the new aquarium and the glass shatters. Deuce then reveals his uh, prostitution adventures to the furious Antoine. Enraged, Antoine tries to kill Deuce and at one point shoots a crossbow bolt at him. Felisa shows up, comes between the two men and saves Deuce's life. She's not killed because the bolt hits her breast between which she has hidden a roast chicken. Antoine is, is then arrested by Detective Fowler and Deuce... Uh, marries Kate. The end yeah. sequence. The end sequence continues uh, to follow the epilogue. Deuce's father uh, becomes a male prostitute. Filcher underwent uh, extensive liposuction and became a model in Victoria's Secret, known as Naomi. Ruth opens up all an all girls schools for people with Tourette's. Carol manages to fulfil her dreams. Uh, dream trip to france tj starts his own reality show dedicated to his experience as a male prostitute and an incarcerated antoine marries tina and the movie ends and it also says that norm Macdonald only worked on this for a day <laughs> that was my favorite one of those little epilogue postcards norm Macdonald only worked on this for one day Did I miss the anything? less said about that movie the better i think i hit most of it i think you got everything there's so not bas- really much to go through. So, so basically, Deuce Bigelow breaks a fish tank, tries to be a prostitute, falls in love, fi- fixes the fish tank, fish tank breaks again, gets married, the end. Sounds about right. Right, before, before we get into our sandbags, How Matt, one, one man's devil <laughs> prostitution ends in the massacre of several fish tanks. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, before we give our sandbags, Matt, we introduced a little segment last week called Cream de la Scene, where we discuss our favourite scenes of the movie. Did you manage to get one for this movie or no? <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Um, I had one. I've, I've completely I didn't write it down, though. I've completely forgotten what it was. <laughs> <laughs> no, no worries. Uh, I think uh, I know it's 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 in the courtroom. Um, God, where at you, the end where they're got, in the court, where they're in the, court. the courtroom scenes. <laughs> no, it's just it's, it's the same thing. It's when they turn to the security guard, and it it's just he's the one shouting shit at the really tall lady. <laughs> 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 oh. but it's uh, not Adam Sandler it's just this random security guard and he's the one just shouting at her and it's just fucking just cuts to him and it's really funny um, <laughs> yeah f- fair enough um, maybe, maybe you the should highlight watch the, of the movie maybe you should watch the TV show Suits um, a, a lot of that oh, yeah. is in, in a courtroom in a coat room <laughs> some of this is in a coat room <laughs> um my uh, cream de la scene in this movie. We, we, we didn't cover it whilst talking about the plot, but the plot. But the first time we're introduced to Deuce's dad, and Deuce goes to visit him at work, and Deuce's dad is a toilet attendant. Yeah. And th- throughout this scene, Deuce discovers that his mother was a stripper in Thailand. <laughs> <laughs> and. Deuce's dad's just talking about it. He's like, oh, yes, I was there. Sat on the side of the stage. Uh, she locked She locked eyes with me. And um, 
from then on, we knew that it was love at first sight. At the end of the night, she just picked up all her $1 bills and we went out <laughs> for food. And then dude's like, what, 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 what's happening? And he's like, and then, yeah, he, he discovers that his mother was a stripper. But as all this is happening, there's a guy in the stall just doing the biggest shit ever. <laughs> dropping fat shit. <laughs> and you can hear him farting throughout and it's just, yeah, just the most disgusting farts. But when he leaves... Um, we get a shot of um, Deuce's dad just looking down at the toilet bowl and then he says like all American hero style Captain America ready ready to fight Thanos Avengers Assemble style he just goes well son it looks like I have work to do and then just like some chimes coming behind him and <laughs> he's just so proud of his job oh Jesus Christ getting rid of shit down there <laughs> so was- he's the only toilet attendant that's ever worn a tuxedo. What a fucking legend! <laughs> so, that, so that's my, my cream de la scene. But, but but I also like the part later on when Kate meets him, and then he says to Kate, so "Like, oh yeah, my, my wife shared the best mouth in all of Thailand. Her <laughs> mouth actually paid for our honeymoon." Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, so, Jesus Christ! Moving on. We, we um, moving on. We like to give these uh, movies a certain number of sandbags out of ten and let the people know what kind of flood those sandbags could stop. So (laughs) it's not going to be anywhere near Big Daddy and Waterboy. So what what would you give this movie out of ten? 2.6. 2.6 out of ten? Yeah, that's shit. What kind of movie, uh, what kind of flood could those sandbags stop? I don't think that amount of sandbags would stop any of the floods in this movie. <laughs> uh, I, I, I'm going to be a little bit nicer than this. That than I thought was just dog shit. Um, I quite enjoyed Coneheads, didn't I? Even though I gave it a 4.2. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I, and I gave Bulletproof a 4.1, but I think this was better than Bulletproof. So I, I'm, I'm going to give it a 4.2 like I did with Coneheads. Okay. Yeah, four point two. It's too late now. I've uh, I've put it in, and the uh, the flood that this four point two sandbags could stop is the flood of blended lionfish in that margarita blender at the end. Um, before we move on to your movie, <laughs> uh, I found a couple. Well, I found one piece of trivia and one goof that was any any good so the girl in the pet shop who also um was also in a movie called sorority boys from 2002 and in that movie she also unknowingly shows a breast through a wet shirt a wet t-shirt so i think she's this actress who specializes in wet t-shirts but doesn't know about it she's got a talent for un- unknown wet t-shirts is that what we're going for yep interesting okay and then a goofier uh, Deuce reacts in amazement upon seeing a lionfish in Antoine's aquarium and remarks that's an $800 fish. In truth, lionfish. They've written lionfishes. <laughs> in, truth, in truth, lionfish are quite common and their cost usually runs between $80 and $140. Back in the 90s, though, what is, what, what's the crack? Oh, yeah, I forgot that this was a 99 movie. 23 um, years ago, did we know what lionfish were? That's true, I don't know. Um, <laughs> yeah, this movie... Um, I, I prefer Rob Schneider when he's... Uh, when he's doing a character that's not Rob Schneider. 
I think Rob Schneider's in better movies than these. Oh, 100%. As he himself. Um, <laughs> big, big Stan. I think we've got at least one coming up that's a lot better than these. Uh, right. Okay. Oh, are, you yeah. ready? are you ready to move on? I've got nothing else to say about Juice Bigelow, male right. Bigelow. Right. Right. Take it away. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. All right, Carrie. So we do have a sequel to this movie. And uh, we have Juice Bigelow returning in his worldwide adventure, European Gigolo. It's gone international this time. There are some people difference in the world. Today, these visually impaired senior citizens will fulfill a dream to swim with dolphins. And there are those. What's that? It's a device to prevent the beaching of cetaceans. That's whales to you and me. Who just screw it up. Deuce Bigelow is back. I'm in Amsterdam. You love it over here. I can't right now. Amsterdam's so far away. Police released a sketch of a man wanted for today's incident. He is goofy looking and probably a virgin. On the other hand, far away could be good. He's in a new country. I can't believe I'm here. Go home, Yankee! I love America! Thank you for bringing democracy to Iran! Big dozy in Amsterdam! Look at this boat! Check this out. Slide, 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 slide,
You're good. With a friend who's in trouble. I'm a little desperate. Someone's killing all the gigolos in Amsterdam. All we gotta do is find a few Johns that went out with the dead gigolos. One of them is our killer. Europe just got a little better. They're on a new adventure. Don't worry about it, Sherlock Holmes. I ain't gonna let you out of my sight. These girls at least are gonna be hot. Not like back home, right? For sure. Hi, I'm Deuce Bigelow. Hi, I'm Deuce Bigelow. Hi, I'm Deuce Biggest Lady I've Ever Seen. On Turning Old Tricks. I grew up in Chernobyl. Oh. On August 12th. Put this on. Are you serious? Don't wanna be an American idiot. Rob Schneider. Baby Hungary. Baby never eat again. Ever. Eddie Griffin. Hey there, little fella. Deuce Bigelow. European Gigolo. You smell nice, but I think it makes me sneeze. What happens when you sneeze? Jeez, ah, ah, ah. oh, I'm sorry. Juice Bigelow, European Gigolo is a 2005 American sex comedy film and a sequel to the 1990. 1999 film Juice Bigelow, Male Gigolo from Happy Madison Productions. The film is written by Rob Schneider, David Garrett, and Jason Ward, and starring Schneider, Eddie Griffin, and I'm going to pronounce this wrong, so I'm sorry, Jerome Crab, but it's got an accent on the E, so it's definitely not Crab. <laughs> uh, directed by Mike Bigelow. No relation, I assume. Have you looked into this, Mike Bigelow? No. This Mike Bigelow, this is his only film credit. So I am convinced that this Mike Bigelow is just a guy made up. Oh, that's definitely not him, then. It's definitely, it's probably just Rob Schneider. Yeah, I think it's <laughs> Rob Schneider, but because of some law, you, he had to change his name to Mike Bigelow. What the fuck? Yeah. Well, the first one was what, Mike Mitchell? He didn't do the second one. No, Mike, Mike Bigelow did. <laughs> Mike so, Bigelow. <laughs> so it's the, so, David's so, just taking the piss here. I, I was listening to a podcast the other day, and there's something called the Eastwood Law, and it's a law where the main... I was listening to this as well. Yeah, what podcast was it? Whichever one you listening to, because <laughs> it's the same one. Well, anyway, the Eastwood where you, what, law... Where you can't fire the director. Yeah, and, and then the I'm main actor... I'm pretty sure it's the Weekly Planet. It probably, and then the main main actor can't be, can't come director. Can't become the director. Yeah. Yeah. So there was a director for this, and he left because he was like, "Oh, it's Rob Schneider's movie. I'm not going to have any input into this." So I'm guessing he got fired, and then Rob Schneider just took over, but he had to change his name to abide by this law. I found a picture of Mike Bigelow. Is it? It's not Rob Schneider. <laughs> <laughs> He's in the picture with Rob Schneider. Oh shit. It's a picture from the behind the scenes of this movie. Oh, so it, it might be a real guy. He looks, well, he looks real. But there's no fucking way his name's Mike Bigelow. <laughs> no chance. <laughs> right. <laughs> should, should we get into it? <laughs> let, 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 let's talk about the, the reviews, what? Matt. Oh, God. Oh, wow. no, we, we got curb that blurb. Oh, we've got a few things, yeah. All right. <laughs> Who's Bigelow, European Gigolo. Alright. The plot involves male prostitutes. So, just as a little. Oh, fuck it. We'll curb that blurb. 
What, what is it? Oh, I've just, no, I've just got something else written down. I've just got my notes out of order. <laughs> I found a curve that blurb on um, a once again definitely legitimate streaming site that I was watching this movie on. <laughs> curb that blurb, Carrie. So let me know if you would like to um, let this blurb go. It's an adequate representation of this movie. Or if you would like to uh, take this curb out the back, make it bite. Sorry, take the blurb out the back, make it bite the curb, and put your foot straight through the back of its head. So, Juice is tricked, Juice is tricked again into manhoring by TJ, only in Amsterdam, while other manholes are being murdered in his midst. <laughs> oh, fuck that. What yeah. was it doesn't yeah. even make sense. <laughs> that is, um... <laughs> there is actually a really good one that I found. I just didn't put it in because I thought nah. that was just better. Uh, yeah, we're, we're curving that. Do, do, do you know what that is? That's you gone on a dodgy Russian streaming site <laughs> and the, like, Google translators translated that from Russian into English. Yeah, I'll have you know. I, that website I was using was legitimate. Absolutely oh. Yeah, stand for this balderdash. Is he even tricked by TJ? I don't think he is. I think, I don't think ag- so. I think they both agree to do it because they want to find this murderer. I think he thoroughly agrees to accept uh, being a prostitute again. Yeah, um, we're, yeah, we're coping that. That uh, that's losing his teeth. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so. <laughs> Uh, I'll I'll give you some reviews. I'll give you a couple of reviews, and I'll give you the Rotten Tomatoes scores. Right. Okay. All right. So, we've got a review here from uh, Michael Rechschaffen of the Holiday Re- the Holiday Reporter. Wrote, "Every bit as vulgar, sophomoric, and thoroughly tasteless as 1999's Juice Bigelow Male Gigolo. But what is most annoying is the sequel's capability of inducing laughter, even as one hates oneself so easily for so easily succumbing to the total silliness of it all." Um, Which is yeah, I, I agree with that. I think I laughed, I, I laughed a lot more in this than I did the first one. I'd still hated this, but yeah, like this, the humor in this was just fucking stupid. <laughs> like it's still absolute dog shit film. But there um, is some things you could laugh at. I think it, the the only time I was laughing in the first one, like properly laughing, in, is when they were in the hot TJ and Deuce were in the hot tub together. And TJ was just dropping, like, food. Just <laughs> dropping <laughs> sliced of tomato. <laughs> Which can't we, we get carried on in this. Yeah, TJ's just got a thing for dropping food into water and then eating it. Like, when, when he dropped his ice cream in. <laughs> yeah. Um, just, yeah, no. Uh, I, I agree. I agree with that. It was vulgar, but there was some, <laughs> some parts of this movie that, that did make me laugh. Um, I do have. I've got another. I've got another review here. Uh, I've got a Roger Ebert review. Oh, okay. So Roger, I read this and like went on his website, and he did like a full review for this. It's like a full thing, like a little piece he did. So I, just, I have no idea why he did it for this movie, but it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> I think. I think he felt. Um, there's, there's a quote in it, and I think he was like, "Nah, I'm sticking up for this guy." <laughs> because so basically, uh, Roger Ebert gave the movie a rare zero star calling it aggressively bad as if it wants to cause suffering to the audience and describing it as completely beneath contempt. <laughs> he ranked it as the worst film of 2005 and ultimately included the movie in his most hated films list. 
Okay. <laughs> also on uh, Ebert and Roper, which is his show, Roger Roper called them called the film the cinematic equivalent of a bunch of thirteen-year-old boys in a locker room repeating dirty phrases they've just learned and dead on arrival. Yep. Okay. Yep. That, That's that makes fair sense. Enough. Yeah. Yeah. Is there not a saving grace? Or? <laughs> no, they, they fucking hated this. Uh, so, I, with those two reviews, um, I've got the Rotten Tomatoes scores here, if you'd, uh, if you'd like to give that a guess for the critics. What was the last one? Like, 22%. 22%. I, I, think, I think this one is lower than that. I'm going to guess something like 8% from the critics. Nine percent. Oh fuck! <laughs> this is terrible. And then probably like a probably and similar the for, for the audience. Yeah. So Sim- I, I, I'm going to go forty-two percent again. Thirty-three. Oh okay. Yeah. People did not like this. This was shit. <laughs> around. <laughs> this had no business being made as a movie. How did this get a sequel? No, I yeah. It I made, I, uh, I guess it made a bit of money, but like I, I'd understand if it was a direct uh, DVD sequel. Yeah, but it's I, it's like six years later as well, though. Yeah, Not even like it came out just after. I'd understand a direct DVD sequel with a completely recast crew. Yeah, just, I I I'd understand that. Yeah, because then you could get like a really cheap. You can get yeah. a really cheap cast. Yeah. But yeah, th- this movie had uh, no business being made. made. Uh, how did this uh, How did this movie do at the box office? <laughs> I'm sorry, I've just got my box office numbers here. Uh, I've just got everything like kind of mixed up. So. <laughs> um, right. So we had a budget of, uh, of $22 million for this movie. Yeah. Which I don't know where the, uh, <laughs> where the budget went, but most of that must have been on Rob Schneider. Fuck, it's, this is not a good movie. <laughs> um, the film's opening weekend gross was lower um, than the first mil. So, uh, I don't have the exact number, but it's lower than the 12 million that was uh, for the first movie. Oh, right, okay. Well, well, for then, o- opening weekend? For the opening weekend, yeah. So, Juice Bigelow opened at 12 million. This opened uh, below that. Let's see if I can... Uh, uh, let's see if I can find... Um... I've got all the other numbers, just not that opening weekend. Oh, yeah. What did it get um, in total? Oh, sorry. Uh, sorry. I've got that. Sorry. <laughs> I do have that here. Uh, opening weekend was 9626287 And then so, the total gross? Uh, to- sorry. Total gross for the whole movie was $45 million. Oh, fuck. Oh, sorry. No, 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 no. Um, <laughs> no, sorry. Yes. I've, no, I've got both. Mo- I've got both the numbers like, next to each other. I thought I just read the wrong movie. <laughs> oh, All right, total me. gross for this was forty-five mil, uh, twenty-two million uh, internationally, and twenty-two million, and uh, like a little bit more in North America. All right, okay, uh, yeah, I guess this deserves uh, forty-four million compared to the ninety-two. Fifty percent drop off. Fuck That's me. what I mean. Yeah, like this fifty percent less money on this. Yeah, oh shit. Right, let's get into it. talking about these movies is honestly like making my brain fall out of my head. Like, I feel like I'm getting dumber. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All right, all right. Okay. 
We got Ooh. this. We got this. Let's just get into it. Gigolos in Europe are being terrorized by a serial killer. In Malibu, Juice Bigelow, Rob Schneider, has lost his wife Kate during a shark attack and is invited by his former pimp TJ to Amsterdam after Deuce accidentally caused an incident involving berserk dolphins. Juice goes to take his mind off Kate. So, yeah, so at the end of the last movie, we had that little uh, kind of credit scene yeah. and, it, and it said what everybody was up to. And at the end of that, it said, Deuce and Kate get married and they live happily ever after. <laughs> and then in this movie, we found out <laughs> she died on her honeymoon. <laughs> Immediately. <laughs> so they were probably married for like a week. If that. <laughs> um, yeah. So, we don't really the, get a lot going on here. But, but the opening scene, um, what, that prostitute is leaving the house. That Jiglo's leaving the house, and as he's leaving, everybody's stopping him. Like, the woman he sleeps with, he's like, oh, thank you for last night. And then he does some acrobats because her husband's coming back, and he jumps out the window. As he jumps out the window, he runs into the maid, and the maid's this old lady. And she's like, oh, thank you for last night. It's supposed to be funny because he slept with an old lady. And then as he's driving off, somebody stops him, and we see a gun, and there's just this big guy, and he comes up to the window, knocks on the window, like, oh, shit, he's going to get caught. And then this big security guard guy just goes thank you for last night it's fun <laughs> and it's supposed to be funny and then this guy <laughs> he parks on it by a train track and then a truck just pushes him into a train and he dies it's so silly like he's just in a ferrari and then this truck just pushes the car onto the train tracks yep doesn't attempt to get out <laughs> doesn't attempt to move i don't understand why he doesn't get out oh, um but yeah, we oh. just get this like James Bond open into this 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 male gigolo is essentially yeah ja- um. a James Bond character, and then just gets murdered immediately. Murdered straight away, and then yeah, we just cut to the beach, don't we? And Deuce is working on this invention that he's made, and two kids come up to him. Yeah, it's it's, it's some some like um so be- so uh, whales don't get beached or something. Yeah, so, so it pushes them away from the shore or something. Yeah. Um, do, do you know who this, the, one of the kids are? Is it one of Sandler's kids? No, um, remember a couple of weeks ago we spoke about, uh, the creator Phineas and Ferb? Yeah. In going over, well, the kid is, the white kid is Phineas. Oh, no way. Yeah. Really? B- b- before he got on, on that show. And yeah, these kids are just berating. Oh, D- Deuce Bigelow. They're just giving him low <laughs> shit. <laughs> Uh, he says something and one kid's like that's a big word for a manhole and then it's like I-, I-, I heard you killed your wife trying to feed the trying to feed the sharks it's like you tell your mama I was trying to feed the turtles I don't, I don't understand why everybody knows who he is <laughs> why does why do these kids know that he was a prostitute uh, again I-, I-, I don't know and then and then the other kid says uh, bet that bet that thing doesn't even work you stupid he bitch <laughs> these kids are just berating and then on the, on, on the news, um, after this whole incident with the dolphins, where the dolphins just go crazy and bite blind people and disabled people. Yeah. <laughs> what is it? It's like three disabled people, or three blind yeah. people still missing after the dolphin attack. Yeah, um, um, the, these kids get interviewed. It's like, oh yeah, he was a weird man. He tried to touch my balls. <laughs> um <laughs> And he's like, yeah, fuck this, I'm going to Amsterdam. I don't need yeah. this anymore. And the news reporter puts up the sketch 
and uh, she's like, um, the gentleman was described as uh, goofy looking and probably still a virgin. <laughs> See, you can get some semi-decent laughs out of this. Like, it's a shit movie, but I thought this was probably a bit funnier than the first one. And then, yeah, he goes to Amsterdam. Yeah. He ends up switch- switching legs with a black man. And the black man's like, oh, I've always wanted to be a white woman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what, what happens there? He's because he carries his wife's fake leg around with him everywhere, and then yeah. he's going through. Yeah, he's going through airport security, and they're uh, scanning it. And this other amputee, this black guy, this is also an amputee, and they switch legs by accident. Yeah. <laughs> Once he turns around, he's like, "No, wait. he takes the leg back off. He's like, "No, wait, I've always wanted to know what it's like to be a white woman." <laughs> yeah, that, that's it. <laughs> and then on the plane he's just kicking everybody in the face yeah just slapping all these people with that foot uh, and then on, on the plane we also get the dream sequence where his wife dies oh we find out yeah we find yeah. out the um, the lettuce the, 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 lettuce, the lettuce has like blood on it or some shit I think it was hot sauce or something I, I don't know yeah <laughs> and then um, <laughs> they're, they're out there swimming and his wife's like oh is that a shark and then Deuce just goes, why would that be a shark? We're in Mexico. They know what they're doing. <laughs> Classic. Uh, yeah, okay. It's, yeah. it's really nothing. There's nothing going on. Uh, uh, after TJ shows Deuce's boat or float prip, they go, the pair go to a coffee shop where they get high and bump into Heinz Hummer, a German gigolo. <laughs> after leaving the coffee shop, Deuce finds Hummer dead in an alley. Can, can I just say something? When, yeah. when he arrives to Amsterdam, so he, he's turned up in a, an American flag, and then people are just ber- berating him. And then, then there's this woman who's waving an American flag, and she's like, Oh, I love America. I love George Bush. Thank you so much for bringing democracy to Iraq. And then somebody just throws a brick at her head, and she just goes tumbling into the canal. And we get another wet t shirt scene. That was funny. I forgot about that, but that was fucking. I got that was probably one of the biggest laughs I got out of this movie. <laughs> and then, and then the boat has hydraulics, and it's just completely flooded. <laughs> that, that I'm sorry, the boat scene is horrendous. That's some of the worst CGI I've ever seen. <laughs> that the hydraulic boat just bouncing up and down. <laughs> And yeah, we get that. We get the running theme of TJ just loves being in the water and just loves all his shit wet. <laughs> he lives in his like half of his house is just underwater. Deuce is like, oh, um, I think you've got a leak. And TJ's like, no, 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 it's just high tide. <laughs> and, and then we get um, another prostitute here as well, um, Lil Kim. And he's like, oh, TJ, prostitutes are getting murdered, jugglers are getting murdered everywhere. I need to, I need to be. I need security and TJ's like no 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 he's like okay I'll take my three inches elsewhere <laughs> take my three inches elsewhere all three inch bang there's, get- there's some just some <laughs> the shittest crudest jokes in this there's some most lowbrow humour <laughs> oh fuck it out alright yeah we get this fucking gigolo um this what's he called Hein Summer and he's supposed to be like yeah. he's supposed to have like the biggest cock of all the <laughs> the male prostitutes that, that's his thing he's just got the biggest yeah. dick and there's just, just loads of jokes about it uh, Heinz um, TJ says um, 
so so then the coffee shop and Heinz Hans Hammer comes up to them and he mentions the golden boner and Tej's like, Oh yeah, I want him to I, I want his wang and Tej is like, What do you mean you want his wang? And he's like, Oh no, 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 I I I want his wang to work for me and he's like, um, they don't call him Lord of the Wangs for nothing and then he's like, Stop saying I want Hans Wang <laughs> People will think I'm gay <laughs> And this just starts off a running joke where TJ is worried that people think thinks he's that's, gay. That, that's like the whole plot of the movie, I swear, is that TJ's plot of this movie is making people think he's not gay. <laughs> yeah. That's it. Um, oh, and we also get a deuces high sequence with Kelly Brook in a painting. Yeah, that was so weird. Yeah. <laughs> he just crawls into this painting just through the wall. Do you know what I'm surprised with? I'm surprised that there was no, not any more, like, page three models in this movie. Really? Yeah. Like Why? Because the UK is so close to Amsterdam, I'm surprised they just didn't ship more over just to have more topless scenes. What, as opposed to the lack of topless uh, people that they have in Amsterdam? <laughs> yeah, but... <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh. <laughs> There's even a sign of this. He lands in Amsterdam and he's like, I wonder what's in all the red lights. Do those people know I can see through their windows? <laughs> uh, um. Oh. Alright. We're going we're going through. Um, yeah. Alright. Uh <laughs> Juice finds Ham, uh, the new jig- so handsomer the jiggle who just met this guy, the yeah. massive dick, uh, gets murdered in the alleyway. Uh, so Juice finds uh, Homer dead in the alley, but he thinks he's merely stoned and takes the dead jiggle to TJ's float crib. Yeah. When TJ gets back, he immediately realizes that Homer is dead. TJ plans to dump the body, but is skept- but skeptical of Homer's reputation for be- of being well endowed. Unzips his pants and examines his genitalia. Examines his genitalia and is caught by a turbo. <laughs> so yeah, we get this scene. Um, fucking, he finds him in the alley and he's clear, he's clearly dead. He's just fucked and he just doesn't realise. So Rob Schneider picks him up and he drags him all the way back to the houseboat. Plops him down and starts watching TV with him. TJ is then we get him. He comes back and he's like. Oh, I, don't, I don't know if this guy's just passed out. <laughs> he's like, he's dead. Just immediately. <laughs> they start lobbing shit to his head then. <laughs> yeah, so they get like, what is it? They get like um, like a pillow and then like, a, like it just escalates and they eventually just drop a bowling ball on his head. <laughs> yeah. Um, all, all this is happening whilst they're watching the weather. And <laughs> oh, yeah, the weather <laughs> the channel. Weather in Amsterdam, they just strip. Yeah, so, and again, we just get more topless people. <laughs> topless news. The way uh, forward. And then, yeah, what, what do you say? TJ tries to drop the body. Yeah, so he river. takes it down into the canal, yeah, the, like, the, the Amsterdam canals, and he tries, as he's going to roll it off, he's like, I'm calling bullshit on this man's wang. And so he unzips it and just has a look at his cock. And as he's doing it, this tour boat arrives and all these tourists are just snapping photos of him just with this man's dick in his hand, just having a look down his underwear. Oh, so, front page news. Um, yeah. Fucking yeah, what? It is front page news. Male, male, male prostitute killer strikes again. TJ doesn't get, get arrested. Um, yeah, no, he doesn't get arrested. No, he gets he, away. 
he, he does a runner, but earlier on in the coffee shop, Hans Hummer mentions that um, TJ's fiance left TJ for Hans. So as he looks at his, as, as TJ's checking this thing out, he's like, God damn, no wonder Delicia didn't come back. That thing's like the Loch Ness Monster. <laughs> 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 and then uh, as the tourists are taking his photos and videos of him, he goes, I ain't gay. I just heard the schlong was juicy and delicious. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fucking hell oh, alright upon his release from the police oh and at this point um, Deuce is arrested Deuce gets arrested because he's still in the houseboat and the police yeah. go yeah um, um, so upon upon his release from the police station Deuce finds TJ at a restaurant and recalls that he saw the killer walking away from Homer's body Deuce says it was a woman so they both figure it was a she-john a former client of a murder gigolo TJ convinces Juice to find the killer by becoming a gigolo again, visiting the former clients and rooting the killer out. They attend a meeting of the Royal Order of European Manholes, but fail to procure a list of the clients. So, uh, I just this want to is, talk... This movie just gets so weird from here on out, but yeah, sorry, you go first. Um, I, I want to talk about this um, restaurant. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So the restaurant they're at is a chicken and waffles place, yeah, and it's and it's the only chicken and waffle place in um, Amsterdam. And this is where Deuce finds TJ, yeah, and then just like, oh yeah, I knew you'd be here. And TJ's like, so <laughs> so the black guy got to be in a chicken and waffle place. <laughs> I was like, no, no, no. It's like I just knew you'd be here. It's like, oh why? Because I'm black. That's racist to assume that I'll be at the chicken and waffle place. <laughs> and then they talk about chicken and waffles, and TJ's like. Ah, this, you know the Dutch, they invented chicken and waffles. Us black people have so much to thank them for. And then Deuce just goes, um, you do realise the Dutch invented the slave trade. And Teacher just goes, those bastards! <laughs> those motherfuckers! <laughs> That's what he says, those motherfuckers. Um, it's so funny. Oh, it's such a good line. <laughs> And then, yeah, Deuce has to, Deuce has to go back in a manhole, and then, yeah, at at this meeting, um, they're like, oh yeah, we've got to start wearing a cock ring with a sat nav. Yeah, what is this? They have this like this meeting of like all of the manholes, I guess, that are in Europe. It's so weird. There's just this like cult of manholes. Um, and they're all worried about being murdered, so they've all um, they've all got to wear this. Sat nav cockering. Yeah, they've all got like tracks them. Yeah. Um, so, so then at this manhole meeting, we're introduced to Norm Macdonald again. He's back. Yeah, we get good old Norm Macdonald <laughs> back in the movie, <laughs> and and he's a Scottish paedophile, and his whole story is how he disagrees with the new rules and never stands up to say that he disagrees with them. But this time he's standing up to say that he disagrees with this cock ring satnav thing. So yeah. I, I've I've got a couple of uh, things that he disagreed with. He said um, when, when, <laughs> when the academy said we had to stop <laughs> sleeping with underage girls, I disagreed, but I didn't stand up. <laughs> when the academy said we had to start washing out washing our genitalia between clients, I disagreed, but I didn't stand up. Like God damn it, I am standing up now. I am not wearing a cock ring with a satnav on it. <laughs> Yeah, this guy's got some loose morals. Yeah, I mean, this guy's a, this guy's a pedophile. This guy's a full nonce, and he's an awful, awful person. 
And then Deuce gets up and does a massive speech about how TJ is innocent and how um, it's this woman that's killing everyone. And then they decide to throw Deuce out the window. (laughs) And the first thing that TJ says to Deuce was, how come you didn't tell him I ain't gay? (laughs) How come you didn't tell him I ain't gay? (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck? He's so funny at this, TJ. <laughs> He's much better in this than he is in the first one. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. He is much better in this. Um, what's your next note? My next note is just the next part of the movie. Uh, we'll just carry it on. Uh, Juice and T- Juice and TJ visit the first client on the list. Uh, can I just mention Antoine yeah, comes back? Yeah, we do get um, we get Antoine again, and then he dies. <laughs> Does he does he die or does he save him? I don't know. Because he, he wasn't in the montage, was he? Oh yeah, okay. I guess he's probably saved. Yeah, let's because TJ runs over and he's like, he says like, like oh the black book. He takes the black book, doesn't he? Yeah, but he runs over and like elbows him and uh, get stops him from choking. Oh yeah, okay. And he saves yeah. him and he he says something. Oh, oh yeah, Be- because he elbows that one. Uh, he elbows Antoine. <laughs> And whatever was in Antoine's mouth just flies down this woman's mouth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. But yeah. So I was, I didn't know if he died or not. But yeah, they, they've got the black book full of uh, clients. Yeah, so they finally get the, um, they get the black book full of clients from, from Antoine. Yeah, okay. Uh, so yeah, now they have the client book. Uh, Juice and TJ visit the first client on the list. While Juice distracts the women, T- sorry. While Juice distracts the woman, TJ breaks into a residence and finds a brand of lipstick, which he, which might have been the kind found on all the victims. So they're basically going around trying to find this one specific lipstick that was on all the victims, right? Yeah, um, and they're just going uh, and the leopard women coat. To find it. And the so leopard the, coat, sorry, yeah. So the first woman, she's she's another tall lady, and we get that's a huge bitch. Again, it's a huge bitch. <laughs> and then TJ drops his chips down the toilet in this house. This is so grim. And then, and then he just starts eating them again. So he's just got uh, just this portion of chips just that he <laughs> robbed off. It's, yeah, no, what is it? It's like he's just fondling through this woman's bathroom and then there's just a portion of chips on the side. He's like, damn, this big bitch got food everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, and then he. Yeah, drops them down the Fucking toilet hell. and eats them anyway. Uh, and then we just get this like ten minute long scene of him just like sucking all the water off him and then just <laughs> chomping down. It's so fucking grim. Uh, it's so gross. And then, and then gonna... downstairs we just have Rob Schneider dressed up as a giant baby. Yeah, come to mama. Oh, it's fucking horrible. And then we got the cat who attacks TJ's dick. <laughs> this whole cat fight scene. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, fuck it out. After leaving, Juice finds Inspector Gaspar. Gaspar? 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 Yeah, whatever. Gaspar Vorschbach on the street and shows him the lipstick. Gaspar shows the lipstick in the trash, mentioning that the lipstick found on the victim was a very rare one. Lavender Love, number 66. Uh, As Gaspar enters the police station, his niece, Eva, approaches him and gives him his lunch. Eva slaps herself three times when Gaspar sneezes. Juice helps her pick up the things she dropped, and Eva explains to Juice that she has OCD. Uh, Juice sees that she has a painting of a fish, so they go to the Amsterdam Aquarium aquarium together. 
Juice continues to investigate different women from Antoine's book in the meantime. Yeah. So we meet the main love interest, <clears throat> Eva. Yeah. And then in the aquarium, they run into... What's the name of this actor? Um, he's quite a famous actor. In the aquarium? Yeah. The, the guy playing the French guy. Fuck, what's his name? Oh, I can't remember. It's going to bug me if I don't get it now, he's, sorry. He's in a bit of stuff now. I'll, I'll find it somewhere. His name is... And my, my internet's so slow. Fred Arminson. Yeah. So we run into Fred Armisen, and he's just there smoking because he's French. Classic. And then Deuce is like, oh, in America, we, we don't smoke in uh, aquariums. And then he's like, fuck this. And then he just throws the fag into... <laughs> yeah, throws the sig into the aquarium. <laughs> into the aquarium. And then... Um, <laughs> so Deuce says, in, in America, we don't smoke in aquariums. And Fred Armisen says, in Europe, we don't invade countries for their oil. <laughs> Brutal. Uh, I, I mean, I think uh, Tony Blair had a lot to do with that. <laughs> <laughs> you're not wrong. Um, we, we we can't. You're not wrong there. And, and then he's hitting hitting on Ava, and then Deuce and Ava have have an idea, and they put Fred Armisen in Deuce's American flag shirt. And duct tapes his mouth <laughs> yeah, and just tie him to a lamppost. <laughs> strap him to a lamppost. <laughs> and then people are just abusing him. <laughs> Throwing bricks at him. And then, yeah, Fred, conti- uh, not Fred, Deuce continues to investigate investigate different person people. <sighs> yeah? Yeah, there's literally not a lot going on. He's just, hit that going on dates and he's just trying to find out. This yeah. Um, Ava's uh, embarrassed. Deuce- Embarrassed of her job. That's that's the only note I have between here and there. Yeah, she doesn't want to tell him what she does for work. Yeah, what is it? She says, I'm embarrassed about my job. And he says, oh, me too. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and then uh, the jigglers are scared to go to work. So Deuce speaks to them and somebody calls him Deuce Small Below. <laughs> oh, that's it. Yeah, he sees them in the street and they're all just giving him shit on the side of the road. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, what is it? Juice not so big below, or some shit like that. Yeah, juice not so big below. Um, yeah. Okay. And then uh, what, we, yeah, carry yeah, on. So then we, juice rides biggest bar to the manhole awards ceremony under the guise of protecting the manholes. Do, do you want to talk about some of these clients? Because I have them written down here. Oh yeah, go for, go um, for it. So yeah, juice uh, visits a bunch of different cli- clients. We have Lily. She can't speak. So she has one of those voice modulator things that... Oh, Jesus <laughs> Christ. I know what, at one point um, she's clearing mucus through her throat and then she's squirting red wine through her throat. Um, uh, we got a girl from Chernobyl who has a dick on her face. We and never see this. We just see this girl with like... What, a veil. She's this like, a little veil thing on, yeah. Yeah. Um, and and so, when so she they gets go- aroused, the dick gets more erect on her face. <laughs> So, so they, they've gone dancing and she's aroused and there's just a scene where Deuce has to duck below this woman's dick on her face. And then she sneezes and just two old guys get covered in cum. This was a bit on the nose. I felt this was <laughs> like, for fuck's sake. Um, I, I've got a note here between that saying, arse bleach and murder. Oh yeah, the guy goes to get his arse bleached and then they kill him during that. Um Ava and Deuce go on a date, uh, on a day out, they like each other, Oh, and then she drops him off, then he drops her off at work, and then 
he thinks that she works in porn because all these men are just lined up outside. No, so she's ready, and she's like, oh, come on, let, let's get, somebody comes up to her, like the producer, like, oh, come on, let's get inside, all these men are waiting for you, like, you're late, you're late, we, ne- we need to get you started. And then Deuce sees, like, a line of 100 men waiting their turn, so he breaks into <laughs> so the There's, like, 20 guys in, like, dressing gowns and, like, yeah. a whole football team, and... <laughs> And then he runs into the building and there's this woman, she's having sex with a dwarf, so Deuce picks up the dwarf and throws him out the window. And he's like, Ava, you don't need to do this. And it turns out that the girl's not Ava. Ava's wait, just, wait. Oh. There's, there's a bit in this where he throws, he throws the dwarf out of the window and he throws him out of the window into a canal. And instead of using the normal sound effect, they, use the, they throw the dwarf in the canal and instead of the splash, they just use the little... Yeah, it's like, when <laughs> <laughs> he falls in, it's fucking brilliant. Uh, <laughs> then, as he throws the dwarf away, the, the the woman, the porn star, she looks at Deuce and she's like, "I agreed to one midget, not two <laughs> Yes, <laughs> I agreed to one midget, not two Oh, um, poor Rob Steiner. So yeah, um, yeah, he'd. he'd he recognizes that she's she's not who he. Uh, sorry, that Ava's not the prost. That Ava's not the board star. She's just um, she's there, pinked in the backdrops. Yeah. Um, then we got a Euro tri- European trip montage. So, Deuce is like, "Oh, I visit everybody in Amsterdam." Like, it's not one of these. We got to go further afield. So he goes and visits a hunchback in Germany, uh, a woman with big ears, and then somebody covered in dirt in venice and this yeah. is this is rachel stevens from s club oh is it right yeah. and then to fix the hunchback he just cuts out a backpack so it looks like she's walking around with a backpack. Yeah, that's so <laughs> with the big years lady he helps her get a uh, boob job so people are looking at her boobs instead of <laughs> the big years and the woman covered with dirt just throws her into the canal in Venice and she comes out looking like Rachel Stevens. Yeah, but doesn't he get someone else a boob job as well? He gets two boob he gets two people boob jobs. Like he gets one and then there's another one as well. Is there? Yeah. It was the first boob job. I can't remember there's two boob jobs. Oh fuck knows. They're like in the same montage, I swear, because they're like right next to each other. Uh. Yeah, do you know your notes? They, they've just uh, Wikipedia's just skipped so much important stuff. I've just realised that I've just missed like half the movie. <laughs> um, they've not even got TJ getting arrested on here, any? <laughs> no, but that's like um, that's later on. But so yeah, we've got TJ and Blackface. <laughs> okay, this was so funny. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, really? Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah, no, no. <laughs> so, TJ and Blackface is TJ one of the funniest bits of this movie. <laughs> uh, and they try to sneak I'm not, in. <laughs> but I'm slightly darker black. Are you trying to tell me we all look the same? <laughs> TJ was in White Fist in the first movie, oh. in the court scene. <laughs> yeah. That's, we completely skipped over that. Um, <laughs> and then they, they sneak in a man hole HQ. Uh, oh, TJ on. farts. Um, Somebody dies in the sunbed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, we get like the final destination three further. Yeah, <laughs> and then teacher's like, "That's not a dick in my hand." 
this is. <laughs> but then what is he's getting arrested and he's like, yeah, he got some hand sanitizer. I got, I got decomposing burnt dick on my head. Um, yes, and then TJ's arrested, and then. Yeah, TJ's arrested, so they think everything's fine. Uh, they think they've caught the killer and everything's fine to go ahead. Yeah, but Deuce knows yeah. that TJ's not the killer, so he goes over to Ava's apartment. And then in Ava's apartment, he finds the leopard jacket. Ava's in the shower whistling the song that... Um, the the song he was... heard the killer singing. Yeah. Humming, yeah. And then he finds, a, finds the lipstick as well. And then Ava tries to have sex with him, but he runs away because he thinks that Ava is the killer. Yeah. Um, Deuce goes to the inspector and tells uh, Inspector. Oh, Deuce tells the inspector that Ava's the killer, and then the inspector basically admits that Ava's not the killer, but he's the killer. But Deuce can't see it. This is such a weird scene because he he goes to him and then yeah. he's like, "Oh, I know who did it," and then we're alluded to that we know that. The police guy already did it. Yeah. So he goes to get his gun and he's like, all right, fuck it, I'm just going to kill this Rob Schneider. He's going to tell me I did it. And then he's like, no, your niece did it. Plot twist. So he goes with him and then they find out that that definitely didn't happen. Yeah. Um, it's such a weird series of events. Yeah. Um, I wasn't Because she figures out that her uncle is the killer. Yeah. And then... But Rob Schneider's not there, and then he no. just goes with the he goes with the guy anyway. Yeah, but like, she she gets in. locked in the room, doesn't she? Oh, okay, she gets locked in. Yeah, the, the inspector comes back and locks her in. And like, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. She's like, oh, if you want to get out, you gotta touch, you gotta open this doorknob, and then she overcomes her OCD or whatever. Yeah, that's it. And now we're back at <laughs> back at you. So. <laughs> Jesus, yeah, so now, yeah, Juice Rise, fuck me, that was a lot we missed out there. <laughs> so yeah, uh, he he leaves, he's locked her away, he leaves to go get in the car, Juice is downstairs, uh, so Juice rides with Gaspar to the, the manhole awards ceremony, under the guise of protecting the manholes. Gaspar pulls a gun on Juice and tells him that he was once a manhole hopeful, that he was once a manhole hopeful. <laughs> While Gaspar was observing and demonstrating on how to perform a certain sex act, one of his classmates offered to let him use a penis enlargement pump. When the demonstrated ended, Gaspar was horrified. The demonstration was his fiance. Gaspar was so angry and shocked that he continued to pump until his penis explodes, causing the other men to laugh at him. He blames the manholes for the loss of his fian- the loss of his fiance and his penis, and plans to kill them all after the ceremony. Yeah, which I was fair enough. I was like, you know what? After this explanation. Fucking fair enough. You can kill everybody in this movie. Fuck them. They're all a bunch of cunts. Um, yeah. I was thoroughly on this. I was thoroughly on his side after this. Yeah. So yeah, the flashback scene is very funny. Um, <laughs> uh, what they're explaining to how, how to do like a Turkish breakfast or whatever it is, and we just see Norm Macdonald like cracking eggs into this woman's. <laughs> Yeah, and then they're just doing some wild shit, and then she just yeah. turns around and looks at him and like gives him a wink. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. There's nothing much else to say here. Um, they're gonna know here. TJ's in prison, and he tells prison inmates that his ass is full of broken glass because he used to eat glass when he was a kid. <laughs> <laughs> I don't Brilliant. know what that means. Uh, yeah, Brilliant. Carry on. Uh, so yeah, we get um, and during this scene, uh, she obviously breaks free. He breaks free, gets on a little scooter and chases after him. Yeah, 
So she's on the way. Uh, at the ceremony, Juice evacuates the building and gets into a sword fight with Gishbar. Uh, during which he mentions that the other romantic ways of pleasuring a woman, his words move the ladies in the crowd and the male gigolos. Gishbar beats Juice, before, but before he can um, detonate the bomb, a woman with a penis for a nose and the woman with the tracheectomy dis- distract Gaspar. Juice knocks out Gaspar with a trophy taking the bomb detonator. Yeah. At, yeah. at this ceremony, we, we've got a in memoriam as well. Yeah, so we get the, the only mention of Adam Sandler in this movie. Yeah. I can't remember his name, but, it, but, but, but he's on the screen it's, dressed as a cowboy. Uh, I've got it here. Uh, Javier Sandusky. Yeah. Uh, Sandler's Javier. He's just on screen. Just has his thumbs yeah, that's it. Um, <clears throat> yeah, um, there's not really a lot going on in it. He just basically comes on stage and he's like, "There's a bomb. Everyone get out of here. Everyone's gonna die." Uh, and then they start having a sword fight from the two swords yeah. that would. There's just two swords st- stuck in the penis of these statues. <laughs> so, this would yeah. confuse the fuck out of me. Why were there two swords there? I don't know. Why is there a sword, sword, a sword-shaped penis as a penis on this giant statue? <laughs> oh, I, I just remember this scene at one point. Nothing about this makes sense. The, the woman with a dick nose, she slips, and her dick falls into the oh yeah, the throat throat holes <laughs> hole. And then, it's a little bit later on, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> and that prostitute just looks up and just goes, "I've seen some awful shit." That was one of the most awful things I've ever seen. Uh, yeah, uh, and then what? Uh, the detective's arrested. Yeah, pretty much this guy gets arrested. Uh, then we get, yeah. Um, Juice knocks out Gaspar with the trophy. For his bravery, Juice is given the Golden Boner Award. He shares a passionate kiss with Eva and accidentally sets off the bomb. Brilliant. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> then, they, then they leave. Um, with this scene with the Golden Boner, when the guy's like, God, Juice, you deserve this. And then everyone's like, yeah, dude, you deserve this. I, I've been lying. And then somebody pulls out like an eggplant from his... An orbit. Yeah, they all pull out just yeah. massive... <laughs> and then... Uh, little fetch. <laughs> li- little Kim pulls out a little sweet. <laughs> little Tootsie Roll. <laughs> little Tootsie Roll, yeah. <laughs> and then, yeah. Deuce accidentally blows up the building because this statue has a boner and the boner yeah. hits the detonator. Brilliant. <laughs> Uh, The following day, Juice and Eva come to pick up TJ, who has been released from jail and tells them that he's now entering a brand new prostitution market, gay man whoring. Yeah. So he's decided that instead of trying to convince everyone that he's not gay anymore, he's now going to become the gay pimp and pimp out all the gay people. Yeah. (laughs) Brilliant. That's character development there. That is character development right there. Uh, So we get an epilogue after this. Uh, TJ stops gay man whoring and becomes a rapper. Juice and Eva got married and Eva became pregnant with twins. Gaspar is gang raped in prison. <laughs> really? What is it? Um, it says something like Gaspar, Gaspar be- became a prostitute in, in, uh, in prison against his will or something yeah. like that. It's like, Jesus Christ. Uh, Svetlana Rovanoko married a man with a vagina for a mouth where every- and everybody threw up. Yeah. Kate's prosthetic leg is turned into a bong by an old Dutch woman. Oh, yeah. So, so there's this old, old Dutch woman who doesn't have a leg. So Deuce gives it to her, thinking that she's going to wear it. But she just ends up turning it into a bong. <laughs> she turns it into a massive bong. Yeah. 
Oh, fucking hell. <laughs> I, I think that's the movie. I think that's the movie. Uh, um, just a few notes from... Creme de la Creme de la scene is uh, we actually hit on it. But you actually mentioned it before. It was uh, <laughs> it's the scene about the Dutch people <laughs> in, the, in the chicken and waffle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was my favorite. Other than that, it was the the uh, the midget being thrown into the canal. Oh, sorry, the dwarf being thrown into the canal. Uh, yeah. Um, I, I think and uh, I- and that. Why didn't you tell him I wasn't gay? <laughs> Hey, my, I ain't gay. <laughs> Why did you tell me I wasn't gay? <laughs> my um, yeah, I think my creme cream delicine was the chicken and waffle place as well. Yeah. Apart from that, it would have been when those kids were berating uh, Deuce. Oh, the, the kids beach. at the start. Yeah, right, yeah. I, and then yeah. with the newscast, I mean, that man tried to touch my balls. <laughs> that but, was so funny. <laughs> uh. Two bits of key, two bits of trivia for this. Um, yeah. Eddie Griffin verified in an interview that a really old stuffed cat was used during the cat scene, and yeah. apparently Rob Schneider was report. So yeah, Rob Schneider was reportedly disappointed with the film, feeling it lacked the heart of the first film. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Which I don't know about that. Um, All right. Did the first one have heart? I don't know. No. No, I don't think so. Um, <laughs> fuck, we have so much to cut out. Yeah. Um, fuck, you know. Right, Matt, again, what's your scores for this movie? Oh, score for this. You give the first one a 2.6. I'll give this 2.8. 2.8? Slight improvement. Yeah, and how many sandbags could this movie's 2.8 sandbags stop? Yeah, flood. What could, uh, yeah. The flood of vegetables coming out of those guys' pants at the end. I'm going to give this a movie a 4.4 because I do think it was better than the first. I don't think it was better than the first one. I just think it was a bit funnier than the first one. <sighs> and, Fair um, enough. And my 4.4 sandbags could stop the flood from the splash a midget causes when he's throwing, <laughs> thrown into the canal <laughs> in Amsterdam. Oh, fucking hell. All right. Um, That's it for me for this movie. Yeah. These movies. Jesus. We'll get some better Rob Schneider next I, week. I, I, I'm done with this as well. I thought this was going to be <laughs> our best one. I thought this was going to be easier. <laughs> I thought this was going to be better. Um, I, I, I'm just, oh, getting, I'm just getting up what we're doing next week. Um, we're continuing next week our Taking a Deuce miniseries where we celebrate the movies of uh, Adam Sandler's best friend, Rob Schneider. Um, thank you very much for listening to our very first episode this week where we discussed Deuce Bigelow, Male Gigolo and Deuce Bigelow, European Gigolo. Uh, next week we have Rob Schneider starring in the movie The Hot Chick. Ooh, the hot chick. I think it's some sort of Freaky Friday type shit where he turns into a woman. And then I've beca- not seen it. And then he becomes best friends with Anna Faris. Fuck it. Tune in next week for some Rob yeah. Schneider and some Anna Faris. Um, if you want, uh, follow us on our social medias. Uh, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok at SoSandrusPod. We're also uploading these 
podcast to YouTube at so Sandler's Pod. Send us an email at so Sandler's Pod at gmail.com. Uh, give us a five stars on Spotify and iTunes, and then we'll read out the re- reviews there. On, uh, yeah, we'll read out those reviews on this podcast. Um, is there anything else? No, I think I've covered it all. Come back next week, please. Thank you. <laughs> but thank Thanks you for listening this week, everybody. Yeah. We're just losing the world a little bit. Um, <laughs> I, I think our next double bill is going to be <laughs> Joe Dirt 1 and 2. Jesus fucking Christ. All Paul Blart 1 and 2. That. I mean, oh, oh. So I, I fuck think, me, Dad. I think our double bills are just going to get worse. <laughs> um, and on that note, yeah, thanks, everyone. We'll see you all next week, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. Right. Bye. Peace. Bye.